Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and allow you to watch us on Facebook Live today, whether you want to or not, which most people that would probably fall in the category of not. But we do it anyway, and we apologize in advance. All right, before we get into all the stuff, we got to get an update on Barry the Boater because he needed it last week from what I saw with some uh, video clips he sent me via text uh, because Edda came over and just dumped a bunch of water on you mm-hmm. and and you uh, had to, did you get out your boat to navigate your neighborhood? <laughs> Actually, I took out a uh, raft. It's my wife's little inflatable called Ship Floats. Ah, and, I get uh, it. I get what you that did around. there. That's there hilarious. Yep. Never heard it ever before. Never, huh? But uh, we took that around. We had the most amount of water we've ever had in this development. Yeah. There was not one dry area. And wow. we were lucky that our house was at the top of the area, so the water only came up half the driveway, whereas people at the bottom area where the drains were um, got it into the garages. Yeah, just for the record, uh, Barry does live quite inland. In South Florida, so he's nowhere near the ocean, really. At least, what? What? You're probably 20 miles at least from the coast, aren't you? I am uh, just about exactly 20 miles from the beaches, but uh, this is all freshwater. This whole area was inundated with water. We never had this much water in, in the 30 years that I've lived here, at least in this development. Understood. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, uh, you, you know, I'm glad you're okay. Did you ever have to get in uh, ship floats? No, I took my daughter out in it. Oh, so you just made it a fun little boat outing right there in your neighborhood, went around the cul-de-sac. Yeah, I, yeah hey, went around the cul-de-sac, we walked, we walked around, and then we got the reports later that the sewers had been backing up into that water, so right. we showered in, in bleach for the next three days. Okay, no gators uh, cruising through your no neighborhood? No gators, no gators, but there were in some other neighborhoods. No gators, no snakes. Um, the cockroaches were looking for uh, dry land, but huh. I kept them away. Okay, how did you do that? I just squirt them with more water. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> well, so that's how he spent the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so much for Barry the Boater. Uh, everybody else was dry. I was in Orlando. No problem here. Uh, but but Barry was in South Florida. They got drenched. And uh, mm-hmm. we move on. But uh, Captain Patrick, what do we got to uh, go with other other than, you know, Barry's uh, ship floats thing? Easy. Easy. <laughs> um, okay. So actually wanted to have uh, a couple of topics of discussion and not just read off news stories and kind of so um a couple stories that had posted this week at the world of boating facebook page which can also be seen on worldofboating.com uh one was about an old boat and you know if if your boat could talk hmm. what stories <laughs> would it tell okay so i i sent out a text a group text yeah. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure since I didn't get a response, 
you ignored and we know you don't own a boat anyway so you're kind of exempt from this um when we have a discussion about what would your uh so-called pickup truck stories tell then right. we'll bring you into it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh my my boat's under a gag order is it okay well, <laughs> see, see now this, non-disclosure this, this, agreement see, with your boat now, now hold on greg <laughs> What? See, I want. I wanted. I thought this would be a a fun topic of discussion. Oh God, you, know? you have no idea. <laughs> and, and the text that I got back, you yeah. know, it was it was akin to knock knock jokes, you mm. know, from fourth graders. Even Barry jumped in, and I was really really disappointed. Um, <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> well, I expected some participation, but since I didn't get it, yeah. Here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up on 35 years in the business now, He's having old. started when I was 18. Right. Um, having Liar. been a boater since I was 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So within the industry, I'm kind of known as the boat whisperer. Or a liar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, boat yeah. whisperer. Mm-hmm. So knowing that I wouldn't get any input from Barry or Mike, especially yeah. Mike. Right. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I, I contacted their boats. And I've oh. got... <laughs> i've got i've got the list really yes i do well, they, well, what is this like a uh, project veritas uh if, you know if my boat if my boat told you anything i'm going to have to initiate legal action again right, so okay. so great <laughs> yeah <laughs> whose list would you like first as far as what stories would your boat tell would you like barry's or would you like Mike's? Well, I know Mike's is going to be much more meaty because he's already denying all of it and uh, <laughs> claiming legal protection. So you know his is going to be like the grand finale. So maybe we ought to you know, go slow and ease into it with Barry because Barry's an open book. I can't imagine his boat uh, would oh, say no. anything we haven't oh, heard no. a million times from Barry already. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I really can't think of anything that my boat would say behind my back. I know. That's okay. what I'm saying. Well, no, it's- <laughs> he's an open boat. Again, yeah, I'm an open boat. There. Uh, he's an open boat. Mm-hmm. Except so, for ship floats. Yeah, yeah. If 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 you're ready. Okay. So when I contacted Barry's boat, surprise, um, gave me a list of six. Um, number one, Barry's boat surprise said he greases everything, and I mean everything. Wow. <laughs> but that, that was nothing we didn't know of, either. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I, I do make sure everything is lubricated in that boat. Yeah, a little too much, uh, well, according you know, to according to your boat. Boeing T nine is great stuff. You could spray it pretty much everywhere. Yeah, it said you're using something else. And you're <laughs> nether, you could you, can you use that on your nether regions, Barry? No, anything okay. else is water water soluble. You don't want any of that. Okay. Okay. Number two, the second thing that Barry's boat surprise told me is Greg has thrown it thrown up in and on me more than once. I really think he likes it. Oh, that's a christening. That's just a <laughs> rite of passage for any him, boat. Him and his other diver friends have uh, absolutely left chunks on my boat. Uh, or uh, souvenirs, no. as you'd like to call them. <laughs> oh, okay, I call them chunks. Number three, who in their right mind names their boat Surprise? What does that even mean? Surprise it started? Surprise it floats? <laughs> now I have to go through life as that boat. And since I'm indestructible, that's pretty much forever. So apparently your boat is really upset about the name, Barry. Hey, Master and Commander. Um, that's my favorite. Hey, you didn't name it that. No, I named it Surprise. That was the name of his boat. <laughs> and um, its boat never has referred to Barry as Master and Commander ever since. Never. <laughs> um, number four. Is it weird that Barry waxes me with a baby diaper and then wears that diaper when he's done? Wow. <laughs> it is very soft. 
Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah, wait for yours, Mike. <laughs> um, uh, this is going in a really bad direction. Oh, Number five, the fifth thing that Barry's Boat Surprise told me is, for the love of God, that's a rod holder. Oh, okay. Oh, oh boy. It works well as a urinal. <laughs> okay. That that's uh well number, that's better than what I thought he was going to use it for, but uh, let's just leave okay. that alone. And the the last thing Barry's boat surprise well, told six. me. That's 6. I thought he said there were only 5. No, there's 6. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh he plays with my trim button way too much. Mhm. Well, you know, surprise is a little finicky, so <laughs> I do exercise that trim button a lot. Yeah, apparently so. Wow. A little yes. too much. This is getting uh, awkward. I got to no, tell you. No, this, <laughs> listen, they had a perfect opportunity to take part in this, and and but they wanted to go jokey jokey. So I had to reach out to their boats and get the actual four one one on what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just gonna have to take her out and put some fresh fuel in her. Well, we, yeah. Wow. I, I I just uh, I are we going to, to be, are, are we going to get a chance to tell real stories? I don't know, but I, I, I I'm definitely I, <laughs> feeling like a I, third wheel right now. Jeez, uh, you you want to go into mics or you want to wait till after the break, Greg? Well, uh, you know, go ahead and tease us with it. Well, how many do you have on Mike first? For, for Mike, boat really 72. talking seventy two. <laughs> well, then you better at least share uh, one or two before the break. Now we we're, we're up to seven with that that Mike's boat. Uh, okay. And the weird thing is. Uh, Mike's boat refused to give it its name. It, it won't won't tell me what its name is. It wouldn't give it up, huh? No, it's. I've I told you I that before. Don't want anybody to know my name, where I'm located, anything like that. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, go ahead and share uh, your boat's name, Mike the Mariner. The boat's name is Nighttime. Nighttime. K N I G H. Nighttime, like UCF nights. Ah, well, okay, that makes sense. Nighttime. Little yeah. uh, oh, shout out to okay. his alma mater. I got it. Yeah, okay. or his job when he was a teenager working at medieval nights no i don't think that's accurate nah not not into horses mm-hmm. okay no, no sword play I, i'm surprised no we have, have we even mentioned that on the air before i don't know that we have we have not mike you worked at medieval nights no no i know oh, the name of his boat times. barry stay off with oh. us <laughs> Yeah, there is no place called Medieval Nights. It's Medieval Times. Ah, same difference. Uh, <laughs> see, Barry would be caught up if he wasn't playing with his trim on his boat so much. Yeah. You know, that's right. Yes. Up she goes Barry. and down she goes. Okay, so, all right. So we found out the name of Mike the Mariner's boat. Well, I guess we'll get into what his boat uh, has been saying to Captain Patrick next on the World of Boating, and maybe what your boat is saying to you. Who knows? That's coming up on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast scooter everyone's counting on you when the Titanic was sinking, the captain stayed on till the very end. Yeah, well, I'm no captain, okay? I'm the other guy who dressed up like a lady and snuck into the lifeboat. I'm ashamed, but alive. Now let me go. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Oh, I'm feeling mighty sick. Well, that's okay. You're here with the world of boating. And uh, we need all the captains we can get. The more the merrier. Uh, look, I am uh, Greg... Your first mate. We do have uh, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and we have our own Captain Patrick to help navigate the latest boating news and information and translate what our boats are telling us uh, in the case specifically for Mike the Mariner is where we yeah. are right now. So Mike's is coming up. Yeah, so Mike subject, is next. Subjected Barry to it. Now it's my turn for the right. Right. Uh, this, so. this is not punishment. This is, this is um, you know, public service. It is. How so? Maybe next. Well, next time when I send out a group text and I ask you guys for input, you'll take it seriously. And I didn't know we had homework. If you thought you wanted to talk about it on the show, not over text. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys started responding via text with all these lame, you know, hey, like to hang out on the poop deck, you know. Mm. So Uh, they were funny jokes. They were not funny. They're funny if you're four years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, or if you, or if you boat on the the, the Sanford Riviera, okay, the so, Sanford Riviera. <laughs> obviously, we're going to work our way through them here on the world of boating because that's just we what are. we do. So, you, you, right. listen, we are an equal opportunity um, offender. Yeah, mm-hmm. as Greg likes to say. Yeah. So, uh, Mike's boat night says what says first thing. Does anyone know what Mike's deal is? Anyone? <laughs> no. 
what's yeah. what, what Mike's deal is. Yeah, that's, he that's sounds like old... every other uh, friend of Mike the Mariner. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an old joke. You weren't here for the first one, first time we went through that, Mike. So that, oh. that's that's for our longtime listeners when we were poking fun at you when you were uh, out doing something and decided not to participate on the show. Oh, for what it's worth, Mike, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. So I'm I'm right there with <laughs> the you. Same here. Okay. So, you know, Patrick is, uh, okay. you know, right. some second, kind of second thing Mike's boat told me. Yeah. He does this weird thing with ball bearings in his right hand when he paces the deck. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> has he run over his anchor line yet? <laughs> no. Toe line. Toe line. Toe line. Oh, is it toe line? All right. Anchor line. If you got that reference, you're too yeah. old, or you really like classic movies, or you're a fan, fan of Humphrey Bogart. Uh, okay, well, it, evidently, uh, Mike the Mariner's boat is. So, the third one? <laughs> third one. He's not, as, he's not as attentive to me as he says, this makes me sad. Huh. So, Mike's, uh-huh. Mike's boat is sad. <laughs> Sounds like a, a jealousy kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. to go along with that, number four... He hasn't bathed me in a month, but oh. when he does, he wears these really short denim cutoffs and a mesh tank top. Ooh. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's disturbing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no All one right. wants to see that. Well, you know, it's sitting in water. How much washing <laughs> no, do you need? Money. You know? All right. Fifth thing. You caught that from the video at the dock, didn't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the fifth thing he told me, uh, Mike Spoh told me, he spends way too much time in my bilge, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay uh sixth thing i really don't like the way he touches my throttles it's kind of like he's caressing them Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> well that's just being polite i think that's uh, out of respect isn't it mike and yes. the the last thing number seven the seacock is not what he thinks Dad. whoa hey now. <laughs> Oh my god. I tell you what for what it's worth Mike, <laughs> if it was my boat, I'm sure she'd be talking to me the same exact way. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh all right, uh, so there we go. There you she go. got a lot she got a lot of attention this week. She had some repairs done and yeah. uh she's feeling good this week. Okay, you so do? you've mended uh, mended the uh, well, issues then. The, the vacuum actually the vacuum flush system failed. Ooh, uh, weeks ago. You overloaded so, it. No, no, no. Uh, just the, those vacuum flush systems have a design flaw, in my opinion, and and the pumps go bad. And when they go bad, they go bad quick. And yeah, and um, it it did. And uh, so when you cleaned luckily, her pipe, she was happy with you, is what you're saying. Yeah. Was it, is that <laughs> is that the uh, the medic vacuum flush system? Uh, the original design, I think, was. Um, mm. Oh gosh, C Tech. A okay. I don't remember. Vacuum. I don't remember. I don't remember because the the company was purchased. It's the one, you know, it's the one that the the motors on the forty five degree angles, the old design. Yeah. Okay. But so you your wouldn't. boat has your boat had a colonoscopy. It it did. It had a coloponoscopy. Kind of root, not, root things out of there, have, huh? It did not have any polyps. Yeah, I, okay. you know, in 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 my experience, I haven't heard of issues with you know the vacuum flushes. Most oh, commonly, I what I what I hear about, of course, are duckbill va- failures. Those yeah. duckbill valves, and that's you know, then you're you're trying to go into the system and find out which size duckbill valve you know right. their their boat yeah. takes so in order the right kit. What happened? Yeah. Did it, it kind of like lose its suction? She lose her suction a little bit in it, the system. It would, there, well, it was it was still functional, but um, the uh, it, it wouldn't uh, time out. In other words, the pressure 
it wouldn't maintain pressure. So when you turn the pump on, it just kept on running and it's not supposed to. It's supposed to, once it builds pressure, negative pressure, it, it's supposed to shut off and it would just run continuously. Mm. Does it have to, a uh, vacuum switch of some type? Some yes, kind of, okay. it has a pressure but switch. Yeah, but it's supposed to shut off automatically. Right. You're supposed to be able to just turn it on and... Uh, so and she was sucking too much is what you're saying. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So enough good- about uh, our boats and what they're telling us. Um, I don't know. What, what was the point of this exactly, Patrick, that you should always listen to your boat and see what well, she's no, trying to it, tell it, you? There's, there was a story that posted, and it was about old boats and, mm-hmm. you know, the stories that, you know, uh, they could, that, that old boats have stories. I mean, old boats, older boats have bones, if you will. They, they have a history. And whether you're the original owner, maybe you're the second or third, you know, there are stories, if you will, that those boats could tell about how they've been used, how they've been maintained. Yeah. yeah. Things they've, they've seen, if you will, if you, mm-hmm. if you want to actually assign them a personality, which a lot of boaters will do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really the topic of discussion yeah. is if your boat could talk. And uh, Mike, if you're, if nighttime could talk, what's, what's the, what's, the number one story that it would tell about the time that you've had it well but well i don't know um i haven't really done anything crazy with it uh great thanks for taking part (laughs) when i moved from uh when when i moved it from jacksonville the day i bought it um the the exhaust uh the exhaust silencer on the starboard engine failed um that was a, a a bit exciting but my boat's got a pretty interesting history yeah um that the original owner was a U.S. Navy admiral, and uh, he he was in Virginia, and that's where that boat was originally bought. And then he sold it to um, a high-ranking officer in Jacksonville at the Naval Air Station that was a pilot, and he owned it for uh, several years and then sold it to a retired Marine, and then I bought it from the retired Marine. Okay, so all her previous boyfriends and or captains uh, treated her well, and now she's stuck mm-hmm. with you, and she's, she's stuck bitching and moaning, and as you would expect. flush doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, and Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and talk a lot of nonsense about what our boats would say to us if they could talk. And I think we've discovered that, well, basically the entire crew is off their nut. And uh, I think that's pretty much universal. And maybe, maybe it's a typical boating thing. I mean, maybe most boaters can uh, relate to such nonsense. Well, there are some. There are famous boats out there that could probably give a lot like, of stories, but a lot of good stories as opposed yeah. to the nonsense and uh, and craziness that uh, I don't know. Patrick, being the boat whisperer, uh, translated what uh, Mike the Mariner and Barry the Boater's boat said to him. I think uh, right after the show, we are going to call some I don't know psychiatric ex- experts and and get them online uh, with everybody and. Maybe try I, th- I think I'm going to call Patrick's motorcycle and get some info on him. There we go. That's what oh. we've got to do. Let's His do ass is too big. 
Well, <laughs> well, if if you're if you if you want to contact the Harley, good luck because you're gonna have to contact that from beyond the grave. Uh oh, what? You what? know, you no motorcycle for Captain Patrick anymore. No, I oh. I have a Honda Chopper now. A, a Honda oh. like, Chopper. I, yeah, kind of like a, a Honda Ridgeline of motorcycles. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> you've never you've never seen a honda fury no walk right into that one yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, honda fury is nine feet of awesome okay but my, my harley is the one that that got wiped out december right. 6 2014 when i got hit head on okay all right by that that numb nut driving that ford expedition yeah good times came, all right came out so of the center turn lane <laughs> moron what what else uh are we gonna uh, work through with this do we are we done with this though of, of well, machines with, with, talking with back that, to us with that with that one we are mm-hmm. um there was another story that we posted this week about uh seven boaters that were trapped if you will on their boat because of covid and what i'd like to know from barry and from mike and maybe even from greg um, really he wants to if, talk to me uh, okay. forget it <laughs> no wait wait well, we're gonna come back we'll have more time and that's next more of me on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way. All right. See that boat over there? Yeah. I think we're going to sail on it today. Oh my God, (laughs) yes. This is the world of boating. Yeah, we're, we're ready. Uh, the Bachelorette, obviously, the new season uh, is underway. They had a little COVID issue and uh, had to regroup, and now we have a second Bachelorette going out on boating adventures and things. And you know, I know uh, Barry in particular loves the Bachelorette; it's his favorite show on TV. And uh, I love getting the the weekly updates from you, Barry. Thanks for keeping me abreast of of okay. what's going on with the Bachelorette. Sure. But, uh, Talk anyway. about somebody who needs an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Captain Patrick, what, what do you what, what do you want to know? Uh, you know, when it comes to me, because uh, there was something you said. That Absolutely even I could, nothing. Uh, so I'm just gonna on. I'm gonna throw it to Mike and Barry since they're, since they're <laughs> yeah, the real boaters, and figures. you just kind of ride along and try to dress like one. Right. So if you knew you were going to be stuck on your boat, let's say for a week, yeah, let's say 14 days, because of maybe there's a pandemic gone going, and you came into a port, and they're like, nah, you can't come off. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you got to stay on board. What's what's your comfort food? What are you doing for entertainment on your boat? You mean how are you surviving on a boat for fourteen days in quarantine? What would you yeah. do? Yeah, surprise. Well, okay, that, that actually almost happened to me. <laughs> I would think that's Panama. the best way to be quarantined would be out on a boat. Yeah, you'd love it as long as you have access to food and water, and you can. Have get you that seen stuff. Barry's boat? Yeah, it's going to be 14 MREs and 14 <laughs> gallons of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, as far as the restroom is concerned, I've got the whole ocean. Well, okay, yeah. that's. Oh, but, but what? Boy. So you're so you're so for you, you're you're down to MREs, no comfort food. If you could have anything on board for 14 days, right? How am I going to cook it? Uh, just, well, you could put a grill on the back of that thing, couldn't you? 
Remember, my sure. boat's plastic. All I need is one ember to hit the boat, and it'll melt. Well, it's well, either you just, that or you live think, on peanut butter and jelly for 14 days. 14 with, days of peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, that's not good. Mary, what you do is you, you, get pull the out, you, you pull out the stern light, you put in a giant wick, and um, just and light it. No, no. Yeah. Hey, you cruise over to a sandbar, some uninhabited uh, spit of land, and you set up your grill, and you're good to go. You go up fishing all day. You're mm-hmm. you're living like uh, you know Tom Hanks on Castaway. For I've done something yeah. similar. I've gone camping on the boat. So okay. I brought food all right. And water well, and all so yeah. self-imposed, but not 14, fourteen days worth. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think lot, lot, lots of. I think it would be awesome myself but but uh yeah mike you're i mean i think what you were going to say that's what you do anyway don't you You live on your boat just lots of good well on the weekends we're there okay and i do take a couple of trips uh, that are week-long trips um go to hontoon island uh you know we're we're planning a trip to saint augustine yeah uh so yeah i mean just lots of stuff that you can cook and um it's no different than being uh quarantined in your home if you have a boat that can uh handle you know, your uh, living quarters mm-hmm. and things like that, if you have that kind of boat. I mean, yeah, Barry's boat isn't ideal for a 14-day quarantine, being a 17-foot center console. But Which is the bimini top, yeah. no AC. Yeah, right. You don't always get to pick what you're on or when you're going to get mm. quarantined, so that's yeah. why I threw the question out there. But yeah. again, see, this is why that there's absolutely there's zero participation on this show when I throw <laughs> these topics out, and then we're down to reading news stories which Greg hates. Reading? Why do we got reading when you can watch TV? Uh, go, you know, go, to, go turn in on The Bachelorette, would you? Yeah. But, but this question you brought up uh, almost happened to me uh, back, I don't know if you remember, uh, in March, I went down to Panama to, uh, the, the plan was to help move a friend of ours, uh, 61-foot Viking, across the canal to the Pacific side. Mm-hmm. And, when we got there in country, we got there on a Thursday. Friday morning, uh, we got up and started working on the boat. Friday afternoon, the harbor master called a, a, a radio meeting with all the captains, and uh, they told us that if we had been in country for less than uh, two weeks um, and they checked our passport, we were going to be quarantined to the boat. And, mm. uh, we, and we were like, what do we do? So we, uh, we left. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we could we didn't want to get caught. No, no, in, no. In that. We, we got. You back didn't have fourteen days of provisions. No, uh, probably not. We had eight people on the boat, mm. and um, so uh, yeah, after a no. week, you start eating. Well, no, uh, we weren't. We, we, we weren't prepared for, for an event like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, and you don't want to have to yeah. turn to cannibalism. And you weren't ready for the survive. pirates either. Well, you right. could toss a couple of them over when they're sleeping. Can't right, have more food and water left for you. Chum to they bring in lot, the fish. Have a lot of theft on the Panama Canal. Yeah, on, on private private vessels. Yeah, mm. if you anchor out, people board your boat and yeah. steal things. They don't. Hey. They generally don't hurt you, but they steal stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That well, that got news for you. That happens here in the United States too. <laughs> well, not like that. It yeah, happens though, in my it? marina. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I it's, it's, that's something and... to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> at one time, I remember, at one time, I remember many years ago, boats were like sacrilegious. Nothing ever got stolen on them. No one ever bothered with them. Ah, the good old like days. That's changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that, Patrick? Uh, boat theft has always been. I remember when we first moved to Florida, We our house was uh, on the Banana River on the Merritt Island side. And my grandparents' house was in Cocoa Beach uh, on the river. So, 
you know, as, as a 12 year old, you know, I had my first boat and I was able to, you know, go surfing and stuff without having to wait for a ride. Cause I just throw my surfboard in the boat, head out across the uh-huh. river, go over to the 520 causeway where their house was come into canal dock, walk across A1A, go surfing all that. But their boat, um, they actually had somebody try to steal the outboard motor off of their boat. And that was back in 1980. So, hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's always been there. Um, there's always been boat booglers. Electronics, you know, electronics, maybe not as much as it is now because going back to, you know, the old Loran C units and the, the big CRT monitors, um, as all that, uh, equipment migrated into the consumer sector from the military, um, radar domes, things like that. But now your Garmin, you know, you've got 18 inch radar domes, closed array, that mm-hmm. because Garmin, God bless them, their stuff is plug and play. And if you were dealing with the old Raymarine stuff, if you've ever had to install a, Ray, a Raymarine, whether it's an open array or closed, what a pain mm. uh, to do the wiring. But, you know, now it's if you know how to access it and basically unplug it, unbolt it, and, you know, you're walking away with a, an 18 inch dome. Mike, yeah. what say you? What do you think? Hey, I'll tell you something weird happened to my dad. My, my dad, uh, his boat is in uh, Fort Pierce, and uh, well, the boat he had previously was a Pursuit thirty four seventy, and he showed up at the marina, and someone had been living on the boat <laughs> while he was away. Yeah, it happens wow. a lot too. Squatter. Yeah. Huh? I'm not saying yeah. that it that it never happened. It just seemed like something has changed in the last forty or fifty years. Well, hmm. it, it in the last ten, what it what happens? What I was saying is the it's the the stuff more is a temptation. lot easier. Yeah. The stuff is a lot easier to remove, and mm-hmm. in a uh, say a Garmin uh, display, you know you can you can get that out, unplug it, and like I said, you know, thirty thirty years ago, you were trying to take out basically a computer monitor, an old CRT. You know nobody's nobody's going to do that, but now you can go in there and basically these are flat screen, um, really thin, and they're easy to get uh, out of the boat. Maybe I shouldn't say that on air. Uh, but you know, relatively speaking, you know, they can be somewhat easy to remove. Same thing with the outboard engines. I mean, unless you're doing, um, uh, locks, you know, on your, your transom bolts, you know, uh, engines are going to come off pretty easy. Um, and then they're, they're off, they stripped your boat and they're, they're on their way. So I yeah. think what it is, is as the technology has advanced and the, uh, the, the units have gotten lighter, more compact. They're easier to get out of the boat and to uh, get resold, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All there right. was a rash of outboard motors uh, stolen from our marina in the past uh, six months or seven months ago, mostly from sailboats. They, they, you yeah. know, uh, you know, outboard engines are one thing, but as far as the, uh, you know, uh, Navy uh, or, you know, Navionics or whatever, the electronics and things like that, aren't they putting more security stuff on them like you know, you would like with a passcode and an iPhone and stuff that make it useless? Oh, well, they, they can track them. I know there there were some boat manufacturers that they had employee theft and the employees uh, tried to move them at like a pawn shop and stuff like that. And right. they're able to track them and know exactly where those came from and you know unfortunately those uh, people wound up you know facing felony theft charges right so, it was a deal i got it at a pawn shop for like 25 percent of what it usually costs but oh like, by the way uh we're gonna need that back now 
Yeah, but like with with you know auto theft, Greg, when when people are stealing these high end exotic cars and stuff, they're either stripping them for parts and sending them overseas, or they're sending the whole car overseas. And uh, I think a lot of this stuff that winds up getting stolen winds up in Central America or South America immediately. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but Captain Patrick seems to know an awful lot about how this uh, whole thing works. Well, that might that might, <laughs> that. <laughs> that might explain a lot. Is that what that might explain? No, that might explain a lot why uh, the theft is up. Is that okay? Maybe because you know Patrick has a thing going. I don't know. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast welcome aboard i will be your captain you'll be my scallywags i don't know what that means but you will be them and here's how we play thank you for your attention and welcome aboard let's go this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boat, around and out the crew. Uh, Josh, watching us on Facebook Live today, he said, man, you know, my boat could talk. I, I definitely listen to her way more than I do my wife. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Josh. Or maybe that's a blessing, I, you know, depending on how you look at it. But uh, God bless him for it. All right. So um, 
you know, I, I, as far as boating theft is concerned, I, we talked about this a little bit. Patrick, other than like, uh, you know, that boating low jack thing, you could do that. You could take expensive, you know, electronics off like uh, and use portable stuff and just take it off and on your boat all the time. Yeah, but, but if you're buying new boats, most of that stuff isn't portable. It's built into the console. The consoles are glass cockpits now. They're, yeah. The, the way that they're installed. The fact of the matter is you're, you're the, the people that are committing these thefts are very bold. They're yeah. going in through uh, boat storage yards, boat dealers. They're, right. just, they're, they're, they're cutting locks. They're going in. Sometimes they're just hooking right up to the boat. They know which boat, yeah. you know, the one with the new, you know, triple outboards. And, well, at least you know, put in like uh, maybe some security cameras. So at least like, when, it, when it gets stolen, you'll know when it's getting it's gotten stolen but oh, that fact, just makes you feel so much better yeah. yeah the fact the fact of the matter is if people want it bad enough they're going to take it you could put in your your low jack systems and and put in video cameras security cameras that's not going to keep you could do trailer you know hub locks and chain the rims and all that but the fact of the matter is if somebody wants it bad enough they're going to go in there you're going to have scouted it out. These aren't people that are just driving by in a pickup truck and deciding, hey, let's go steal that boat. Yeah. They've scouted it out. They know what they're up against. They go in prepared. It's a cut and run type of deal. Okay. Gonna, All right. They're going to hook Patrick up knows a lot about this. He really seems to be an expert. Because, I don't know what I deal, I deal with it. I deal with it on the manufacturing end. Oh, customers okay. Call or dealers call and they say, yeah, our customer just had his boat, you know, outboards were stolen. Yeah. Uh, this is what happened. That happened, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. moving on from that, um, got two stories we want to finish up with. Okay. Uh, one, if uh, any of our uh, listeners out there that are NFL fans um, and follow the uh, Buccaneers, you know that uh, the Bucks got beat down <laughs> by the Saints. And to add insult to injury, Tom Brady going through his first um, – tropical storm hurricane yeah uh had his dock and his two jet skis <laughs> noted away washed away that, yeah. huh? they floated <laughs> away they floated away hmm. uh, i had a dock and it broke floated away i had these jet skis on it saw those things sitting in the middle of the bay and i was going wow that's pretty surreal and i was kind of laughing well you'll get the jet skis back and to his credit he did say you know, so that you're not, oh, well, Tom Brady, you know, you could just go buy, you know, 50 million of them if you wanted. He right. said a lot of people are dealing with a lot worse than that. Yeah. But just waking up and seeing kind of what happened to the yard, it got pretty messed up. Be really nervous if a big one hit. Right. So he realizes that or there are worse things out there. But that was just a story of interest, if you will. Um, so well, you know, if his uh, if his jet skis could have talked to him, what if they just said, hey, we're out of here. That sucked. That game was terrible. And they ran away. Maybe. They they would have said you you should have <laughs> traded us in for a couple of snowmobiles and stayed up in New England. Okay, well. I would just not be thrilled with whoever put in that dock because Edo is just more of a tropical storm than a hurricane. Yeah. yeah, but you know when it blows in those bays and that, depending on what it does to the water, if it's pushing water in or it's pulling water out, um, can put a lot of strain on those floating docks. And I think you know the ones he's talking about are probably those um, plastic ones. Mm-hmm. That that you go and drive the jet skis yeah. up onto, and they, you know, depending on how those were secured. So it, as Mike did with his boat, and I've had boats up at um, the Port of Sanford in when storms have approached and gone up and done exactly what Mike did, doubled up the lines, sometimes tripled up the lines to make sure that you know the boats are secure, kept them off the pilings, you know, kind of secured them into the middle of the slip to be able mm-hmm. to withstand, so they're not getting beat up. 
Um, you know, when, a, when the wind comes in, wind changes direction, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, last story is the boat of the year finalists have been announced for 2020. Now, this story as well posted on World of Boating uh, Facebook page. So if you haven't liked us, please do so. Also uh, available at World Everybody doesn't like us. What are you talking about? And, and while you're on there, take note of the uh, sponsors of the show. Um, you know, sponsors are what keeps us on air. Again, this is a live radio broadcast, mm-hmm. which again, it winds up being available as a podcast, which we know a lot of people listen to in that manner as well. But this is what keeps the show going. So take a look at our sponsors and, uh, if so inclined, we'd appreciate you supporting them as you have supported us as well. So um, the Boat of the Year nominees, the Nautique 625 Paragon. Hmm. Okay. The, the, now, here's one that- Are these like a top three or are they in each category? No, this it's just in general, these, these boats run the gamut. There's no categories. Hmm. Okay. okay. It's just hmm. Boat of the Year. Go, so quick. the Nautique 625 Paragon, mm-hmm. here's a weird one that if you haven't seen this boat, it's kind of different. The Axopar 28 Cabin. Um, that's, a, that's a little bit of a different look. Um, pontoon Boat has made the list. The Bennington 23 SCCTTX is on the list. <laughs> okay. Um, again, another weird kind of wouldn't think this one would have made it. The Zin, Z-I-N. Z2R. Um, this is according to who, by the way? Who picked these boat, boats? Boating the Magazine. Okay, got it. Okay. Are these companies that got their names the same way they issued new drug names? Well, Bennington's been around for a long time. and Yeah, but the other ones... <laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, Fountain, the 38SC is in there as well. Take a look at those. My money is on, believe it or not... The Bennington 23, because it's a center console pontoon boat, kind of set up for fishing. It's a unique look, and it's probably more the boat for everyone. Okay, Captain Patrick's Boat of the Year. There you got it. Uh, We'll end on that note. Till next time, remember, whether Mm -hmm. it's sail or motor, life life is better better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. Swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.